I'm Kate Daniels. Pet ownership in Washington state is really amazing. Over 60% of households own a pet. Pet ownership is good for our health. And of course, it's good for our dogs and cats and birds and other various critters. And so it makes great sense that Bartell Drugs is hosting another Barktail's Pet Supply Drive to benefit a few shelters and rescues in our area. And to give us some insights and share some stories, we have Howie Cohen, an Associate Category Manager with Bartell Drugs, with us this morning. Howie Cohen, good morning. It is so great to have you join us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I am really happy to do so because we're going to have a chance to talk about our pets, or pets in general, our furry companions, our furry family members. And I dare to say, I don't know what the statistics would be, but I think they're pretty high on families having one or both or a combination uh, in their families. Would you say that's true? I would definitely say that's true. I've seen some statistics in the past that there are more families with pets in the uh, Seattle area, greater Seattle area, than there are children. You know, that sounds a bit familiar. So making that kind of the foundation here, it makes sense that during the month of March, we have a great opportunity to provide support to these particular parts of our families, to our cats and dogs. And uh, it's a Barktel's pet supply drive, right? That is right. Bark tells. <laughs> I know. We were saying how that's a, a challenge to say, but it is a very important event. I understand uh, from our station people here that this is now the third annual, so it's. I think it's beginning to gain a foothold, and I trust this year will really increase the traction. Yeah, it's... Uh... Maybe a maybe a paw hold. Uh, yes, good one, Howie. <laughs> a paw hold is is where we're at. And what's fun is we've had other drives with Bartels where we did teddy bears, and we always had this really great outpouring. So I am trusting Barktels is going to be equally as rewarding. Give people a chance to feel like community supporting each other in this drive. So we should say what's going to happen. What does it entail? Uh, we will, for the month of March, we'll be collecting donations uh, at the registers in all of the Bartel, I almost said Barktel, all, all of the Bartel drug locations for Barktels to buy pet supplies for shelters in our area that will be dona- donating to four uh, pet shelters in the uh, greater Seattle area. So those... Shelters, uh, rescue locations are are certainly going to welcome that with open arms because there's always a great need. We we talk about the pet ownership, but on the other hand, too, there are a lot of uh, dogs and cats that end up in these shelters, need adoption, but while they're in the shelter, they're needing all the well the comforts. They need the food, and um, that's where we can come in and help. Yep, and all the shelters rely on donations from the community. So this is a way for us and for our customers to to join together and support the uh, shelters to take care of all the animals until they find their forever home. So right. we've got uh, Positive Alliance, the Auburn Valley Humane Society, and Seattle Humane Society, uh, which is where our current uh, fur baby is from. 
So tell us the story about your fur baby. So we have a, a very sassy, very sassy, uh, mostly Maine Coon mix uh, named Claire. She's got this beautiful, long black and brown hair, just a, just a beautiful cat. Um, and she was an adult rescue from uh, Seattle Humane. We got her over at the, their Eastgate shelter in Bellevue. And she had been surrendered to their shelter twice before. So it was her third trip into the shelter there. Uh, and we uh, adopted her when she was about uh, 10 years old. She's about 18 now. Wow. And that is a really good long life for a cat, isn't it? Yeah, she's doing good. She's 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 got the the health challenges now that you get with a cat of that age so we're we're doing everything we can for her but she's still a she's still a very sweet kitty and i'm glad uh, seattle humane was able to take care of her until she came to live with us so a question about that or and actually a commentary is that the older cats and dogs sometimes are difficult to place yet you were drawn to do this and here claire has lived with you for eight i'm sure she believes perfect years how did you decide to to adopt a mature cat like this uh yeah she's very spoiled uh you know we were we always sort of keep our eye out for some of the older cats just because for that reason you stated they they don't get adopted as as easily as kittens do so we always kind of look for older cats and if there's one that just uh seems to be a good match and she she came right over to us when we were visiting the shelter and just sort of kind of said pick me pick me so we did <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is really sweet too. That they there's just that intuition that goes on that the animal has for the for persons as to they know that who's going to be loving and accepting of them. Or, or she may have just known that I worked in the industry and could hook her up with some cat treats and toys. <laughs> Oh, you know, yes, there's that might wisdom. Have, might have smelled it on me. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's always a possibility. And that is true. I know, having shopped at Bartels, that there's the aisle that has the, the pet supplies, the foods, and the toys and, and fun things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we... Uh... We've got lots of fun stuff, and we work with local local companies, too, to, to bring as much local in as we can to that pet selection, too. So, uh, you know, wet noses, dog treats uh, up out of the North End, and uh, yellow yak, uh, Himalayan cheese dog treats. Uh, I believe they're up in Arlington, and sweet lilies in Seattle. Just a lot of local dog treats that are made right here. And uh, working on some other stuff, some toys that come out of Portland from Cycle Dog. Some great local pet suppliers on the aisle. That is so great, too. You know, that kind of collaboration then to support local businesses, giving them that shelf space uh, and tying it in with other local entities with like Seattle Humane and Auburn Humane, uh, Positive Alliance. Uh, you know, all of it just really building up that strength of community. Yeah, it's really important, I've, and and we have great relationships with these local pet companies, uh, and we've had this third year now working with uh, the program for the shelters. So it's 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 a great way to 
kind of support our, our local pet industry businesses and support our local pet shelters and the local pets and just work together with all of our customers to come together for the community. Oh, what a beautiful situation that is. It's just really heartening, hopeful, just, yeah, very positive. Yeah, it's great. And uh, none of the dogs or cats have complained yet that I've heard. They all seem to enjoy it. <laughs> well, good for them. I, they can be a little picky sometimes, I guess, but uh, show them some love and some petting and, and they're going to just uh, relish all of that. Yeah. Right. Got to work on the name. I don't know about Barktails. I'm a cat owner. We need we need a maybe Barktails right meow. Yeah. Oh, they... I don't know. We'll, we'll workshop it. There's a good idea. Involve the staff in saying, let's have a, a name competition so that next year when you and I come around to, to discuss this once again, we'll surprise people with something fresh. Or maybe, you know, in the process of this uh, campaign, you might get some input from uh, some of the community who's uh, making the donations. Yeah, we'll we'll, have, we'll see. We'll, we can maybe uh, take some suggestions. Right. So we talked about the products that there are in the stores. You know, pick up a, a product or two or three or, you know, however much you want to do some shopping. And your fur baby, well, that's going to be a special treat they'll love. So, Howie, when it comes to the donations for Bark Tells, how are we going about that? Primarily what we'll do is the uh, cash donations at the registers, but uh, certainly products, uh, I believe, can be donated as well. Okay, in some cases. And we'll, uh, we can update that through our station campaign because we're really managing this all month long with Bark Tells. Uh, so all the latest will be found either on air or through our website as well. So we'll keep people posted, won't we, Howie? Yes. Yes. And you we'll know, have information on the BarkTellsDrugs.com website as well. Oh, good one. And it's Bartels, or is it Barktails? Barteldrugs.com. Bartels. So the the actual store name is where that information will be found. So that's perfect. Great. So I was going to share also my own personal connection with Seattle Humane. My my story is that I I did not have any pets growing up. I um they were okay, you know, people's pets were fine. I didn't necessarily have a connection. And uh then some years ago, when we we live in Auburn, we had a, a number of break-ins into our home, which was really distressing. A neighbor said to us that, you know, they in all the years they'd lived there, they'd never had that situation because they had a dog. And they felt that that was uh, the reason that they'd been safe in their home. And so I told my husband, okay, you get your wish. You get to have a dog. And uh, thus, we made our way very quickly to Seattle Humane and found, you know, really a perfect love. It wasn't a love story for me, though, right from the outset, because there were things that I needed to adjust to. But honestly, uh, we had... um, Oh, it still causes me emotion. We had 11 years with our beautiful Chessie. And, um, uh, you know, it was just... It was amazing to me. I, I didn't feel a transformation, but but there was. I mean, I think we are really made better people by having a pet in our life. 
I, I couldn't agree more. At least, you know, at least from our perspective, we have had, uh, I had dogs growing up and in my adult life, we've just sort of had, always had one cat. So um, just, you know, unfortunately they can't stay with us forever. But uh, when, when one cat uh, has uh, spent their time with us and, and moves on, then we uh, always seem to adopt another one and, and certainly love to give the older ones a chance. And I I do feel that that is so important. Uh, And in many cases, or well, at least some cases, um, some of the shelters even have programs to help uh, the prospective adopting parents to just have some kind of connection and support uh, in in terms of, um, or there are other organizations that support uh, the adoption of more mature animals when there might be a health issue uh, yeah. involved, right? Yep. And there's, you know, there's just, they just have so much still to give even when they're adult cats. So uh, this cat has just been the most wonderful cat I can ever remember having. And, and it's just so sweet. So uh, I don't know how much more time she has with us, but she's been wonderful. Oh, that is really lovely. And uh, it, it's just so wonderful that the that you connected with her and that it's you know just a, a mutual loving um situation in your home yeah right. yeah she's great oh that's so wonderful and you know uh, it, so I said that we, we lost our Chessie. We, she was quite sick, and uh, we had to put her down. And I I just really felt that emptiness, and my husband thought that we would actually um, wait a while before we found another pet, but I, I just found myself uh, scrolling through messages. Actually, it was on Facebook where a cousin posted something about some, um, it, it was a huggable, it was called Huggables, uh, to adopt. And it just got me looking locally and back to Seattle Humane. I went and found a, a sweet little rascally uh, one-year-old dog who's now now been with us for a, an entire year. And finally, I think, is I think went through some challenges in a pre- in some previous iterations uh, of uh, adoptions, but uh, now she's settled in and honestly just so lovable. So again, to say how you know these pets make such an impact in our life, mm. right? They do. They so do. Much. And so to to support them and. Uh, really bring them to a place of having a a good forever home, whatever we can do in terms of supporting these agencies, like the Humane Society, both Auburn and Seattle, and Positive Alliance, to help them to take care of these pets, these dogs and cats in their care, uh, because we can't adopt them all, but we can help them to make a, a good transitionary home for these animals, right? Right. Right. And they just, they really rely on this. They rely on those donations from the community. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see all those Facebook posts and other social media posts where they're, you know, when they're running low on supplies, calling out for donations on cat litter or food or, you know, what have you, just so they can, they can take care of all the animals until they get adopted. So, uh, it's a, it's a real challenge and, and Bless everybody's works at those shelters or volunteers at those shelters to to help out. It's that's amazing work that they're doing for the animals, and uh, it's great that we can support them in this way with the supplies. Yes, 
and knowing how this community, the greater Seattle area, has uh, such a heart for animals. It attests, like you gave us the t- statistic of of there being more dogs and cats than, than children and families. It just shows that we we want to help in this way. And so to have this kind of a drive, to have the Barktel Pet Supply Drive, really is a great opportunity for us to do it in a in a really organized way. And I, I bet that um, there are many months supply, I dare say, that are collected during this time. Um, you know, I don't know how many I don't know how many months it works out to, but I would say when we do fundraisers for the community like this, our customers have just been absolutely fantastic at stepping up and supporting them. So I would expect it's a it's a tremendous help to the shelters with the amount that we're able to collect. Uh, uh, it's it's really it's you know it's all the people that shop at Bartels every day. They get up to the register. We will ask them, "Hey, do you want to donate to this drive?" And boy, they they really do. They step up and and give generously to these uh, uh, fundraisers we do. And Barktels is no exception. Uh, so it's it's great. I I don't know exactly what what the weeks or months of supply is that that it donates because there's certainly a lot of little tiny mouths to feed in the shelters. <laughs> but uh, the customers really do a great job of stepping up, and we're we're expecting nothing different this March. And, you know, that's the other side then, Howie, of the that whole equation is how this community here in northwest Washington, I, I think actually in Washington State, it, are so great about uh, charitable donations and, and being involved as volunteers. So I think it just, it, it's almost no surprise, but we always need to make people aware this is happening. But the response is, is typically really great and uh, just amazing i think yeah it, it always is and it's uh and it's always appreciated very much by the shelters too i, I know even when i'm doing category reviews and i have samples of, of pet suppliers or toys and i at the end of the review period i take any of the samples uh that i can down to the shelters to donate them and and just the outpouring of gratitude every time I do that is is always good. They're just so they're so thankful for all the people that support them to to do what they do for the animals. Uh, it's, so you, beyond having had your adoptions, you have even a, a deeper connection with these shelters where you, you really kind of rub shoulders or just make a kind of a friendship with uh, with the staff that are there. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a friendship, just a regular customer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm a, I'm a regular visitor as far as donating, just because of the the, the nature of the work that I do. Uh, I will get samples to review for products, um, and particularly in the pet category, I, you know, the the leftover samples will go to the shelters for donation. So, or you know, even sometimes if there can be various situations where there's a uh, excess product from you know could be a misshipment or could be samples whatever it is that we will donate to the shelters so it's just uh, for a regular thing where I have some products that I will take down there and drop off at the shelters I try and spread the love around and give to a few different shelters in the area near my home mm. I love that that just again 
underscores the community feeling that Bartels is sharing and that, you know, taking something rather than someone may feel like, oh, it, it's just not worth my time to do that, to deliver it somewhere, but rather than waste anything because it's so usable to deliver it. Howie, I'm just so impressed that this is going on. It's good. It's it's good. And to me, it always just closes that circle with the local as well, because it's, you know, so many local suppliers we work with, too. So it supports both the local products on the shelves and the local pet companies that we work with, as well as the local shelters. And uh, I know a lot of these local pet companies do an enormous amount of donations on their own to local shelters, too. So all these all these local pet companies that I've mentioned uh, do a great job of supporting the shelters themselves, too. You know, in, in these times when we feel challenges around us and just uh, just so much uncertainty to hear about this happening it's it's the small things the day-to-day things that are going on that are so positive so uplifting I feel that give us heart and if we I think if we take care of the small things ultimately it takes care of the bigger picture yeah right? I, I agree yeah pets people Pets teach us how to be better people. I yes, I do think so. Uh, you know, going back to my story, I feel that you know this dog just somehow worked its way into my heart and and lives there still. That this is what happens for 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 all of us if if we choose to let that happen. And and here's our opportunity. Maybe our, our situation is such that we can't have a pet because where we rent, for instance, doesn't allow that. But this is a way to to make that connection to to support these animals in the shelter until they do get a forever home. Uh definitely, definitely is. And and you know, you mentioned like sometimes you can't have a pet and I was this cat that we have right now is so wonderful. And when we were told originally when we adopted her that it was her third trip to the shelter and she's, you know, crawling into our laps and purring and nuzzling us like she's known us her entire life. And we're thinking who, who could possibly have given up this cat, but you never know the situation. If it's somebody who has had a child that was allergic to it or, or had to move and couldn't take them where they were moving. You never, you never know what's going on in a situation like that. And, uh, and it's as difficult for those pet owners as it is for the pets to have to give up the pet. So it's nice that the shelters are there to take care of them until they find a home where they can live. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just what you said. It's it's even, you know, pet owners and, and, and non-pet owners alike can help out. Right. And so that is something for people to think of. It's a tangent here of, you know, checking out a shelter, how it's possible to, to support them. You know, sometimes there's just, they, they need people, I think, maybe to visit and, and that sort of thing. But here's a great way to fill that little empty spot in us if we can't have a pet where we are, is to get involved in this wonderful annual Barktail Pet Supply Drive. And in really any amount, you know, uh, I'd I'd rather someone say, well, I'll donate a dollar at the register than say no. You know, every little bit amount that they can donate when they're in during the fund drive will help. And, you know, there's no amount that's too small. If they can give a little bit, 
they can give a lot, whatever it is, we'll, we'll take it and pass it on to the shelter. So uh, hopefully uh, people can open up and, and help out where they can. And and that is a, a big part of it. Um, I'm glad that you said that, that there's no amount that's too small, because that's where we see how it just really grows. If everybody, you, you have uh, e- even uh, 50,000 people, if everyone gave a dollar, holy cow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it, it really does add up quickly. And, and even even small amounts help that because it all, it all just adds up. Yes, yeah, and that's something that we need to to consider, and I think a lot of people have, but uh, just to underscore that uh, not to ever feel mm, anything negative about having too little, that everything is, is important. We give from what we can, and that's the important part. Yeah. Right? Yes. So we can shop in the Bartell drugstores if we want to. And in, in terms of the pet supplies, of course we shop there because there's lots of great stuff to, to purchase and uh, great supplies that, you know, have certainly filled my house. But the thing here is is the pet supply drive, the Bartell pet supply drive, where we can make the donations at the, the cash register and really make a difference for these uh, special agencies that take care of our dogs and cats. Absolutely. Right. Barktails. Barktails drugs. Yeah. I'm going to get confused. This this pet drive will trip me up, and I'm going <laughs> to be referring to the company as Barktails from here on out. <laughs> and you know what? There are so many things much worse than that. That would actually be kind of honorary because we've just shared how important this whole drive is and how important these uh, critters, no, maybe that's not a good word, uh, how important these pets, these dogs and cats are in each of our lives. Yes. Right. And, well, we can say critters. There's more than just dogs and cats out there. I've I've got some friends with their their snakes and the birds. I've I've had I've had pet birds myself in the in the past. So uh, the shelters do some amazing stuff with all the animals. I know they're taking care of some bunnies uh, with Easter around the corner. That uh, you know all the animals, not just dogs and cats, too. Right. Good point. Yes, absolutely. All these really special living creatures that um, are are waiting for a home, but they need some special care in the meantime. And these shelters, um, I'm really most familiar with Seattle Humane because that's where we got both of our dogs. But all of them, uh, you know, really are creating a good home, a temporary home is the idea, but a good home, and and they need these supplies, the toys and the food, to really keep these animals ready for us to come and adopt. Yep. Right? Yes. They rely entirely on the community to support them, so. So this is really great, what Bartell does in our community for the Barktell Pet Supply Drive, and you know, the, the bigger picture of it being that it allows us this opportunity to be in relationship, to be in community with, with each other, uh, w- which I think builds a good foundation. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, pets are the foundation of my sanity every single day. So <laughs> my cat, my cat uh, keeps me grounded, particularly when it's feeding time. Cause she, she's... <laughs> 
very reliable as an alarm clock as, as to when it's feeding time, which is surprisingly much more often than I thought it was. Um, <laughs> but uh, she does keep me down to earth. So a question about that. Is she fussy? Is she fussy? About um, her food? Yes. She's yeah. definitely fussy about her food, which is funny because she um, likes to be fed all the time and she likes her treats, but she's also very particular. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. um we have there's been we've made some donations to shelters around here too as we have tried new foods for her and and bought them in a larger pack than we probably should have till we found out whether or not she liked that particular flavor so uh yeah she's she's definitely picky on the flavor she likes <laughs> i asked that too because that is our experience as to how uh, very particular our willow is about foods but that's a good idea what doesn't pass the muster here uh, should be also donated to to the shelter. So that's that's a a great point. I appreciate that, Howie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We've had uh, she's on a kidney diet now because she's she's getting up there in age and and has kidney disease now. So she has to eat a special diet that makes it even harder to find the flavor she likes. So we we've mm-hmm. gone through a few different kinds that find one she likes and donated the leftover kidney care to the shelters. Oh, again, see, it's such a beautiful example and experience of um, who we are to each other and what we can do together. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, and I'm so grateful that we've had this opportunity for you to be with us this morning, Howie Cohen, and share some insights into what's going on in, in our personal pets' lives, but the bigger picture of what we can all do as community to support the upcoming Barktail Pet Supply Drive. Thank you very much. I enjoyed uh, being on to help spread the message. Great.